This is the one minute how-to, item 526, how to be productive through social networking. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show, we've got Paul Carroll and he's going to explain to us how to be productive through social networking. Paul, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? Sure. I'm a writer. Most recently did a book called Billion Dollar Lessons, where the idea is that most people look at success stories and say, here's how to be like those guys. But nobody had done a real look at failures and said, here's how not to be like those guys. So Trunkamoy and I did a big study and laid out a lot of patterns and issues that can suggest that you're headed toward failure. Paul, would you like to set things up for us first? I think social media will wind up changing everything. I actually think we'll get to the point where it's not even so much that you log on to LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and so forth. You'll just sort of have a social layer where you can communicate with people. Okay, Paul, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. Okay. First of all, just about everybody these days has a, let's say, Facebook account, and people are spending a lot of time on Facebook or whatever, time that may indicate a real loss of productivity. So people need to play defense and need to understand how social media are being used and ways that maybe that should be controlled. They also need to be sure that people aren't leaking information about merger activity or whatever that might be going on. And then they need to work hard to play defense. There are also ways to use social media to play offense because your employees, especially if you're a company of any size, have all kinds of connections that conceivably would be a benefit to you in terms of getting word out about the company to investors, in terms of looking for additional employees, in terms of marketing products or whatever. So once you sort of understand what maybe could go wrong, you also can start thinking about ways to take advantage of all the connections that your employees have and use them to get you to a much better place than you are now. Should there be some sort of oversight by the company to make sure that important things that they don't want to get out actually don't get out? I I think there absolutely should be. And uh, fortunately, this is a situation where technology can be very helpful in that regard. You can look out for not just specific words like code names, let's say, of projects that you don't want people talking about, but there also are ways to do these tag clouds and see the kinds of things people are talking about. So you can understand whether people are posting things on, let's say, Facebook that indicate low morale or indicate maybe even uh, harassment activity uh, in the office or whatever. But yes, uh, companies very much ought to be monitoring this situation just because they have to protect their intellectual secrets and they have to protect their brands. Okay, Paul, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I think that pretty much covers it. I'm pleased to see that some sectors of the economy are starting to come back. Uh, I just hope that uh, thinking about the failures that we covered in our book, that people are prudent this time around when it comes to buying other companies, because uh, anytime there's an uptick in this sort of activity, there are all kinds of opportunities for mistakes. And where would one go to find your book? Oh, it's available on Amazon. Although it's been out for a couple of years, it still is uh, available in uh, major bookstores. And I'll find a link and I'll make sure that it's in the show notes at one minute how to.com. Okay, that'd be great. 
Paul, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, George. Nice chat.